This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Peace, everyone. This is your girl, Audra, and you are here with Community, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And I have said this 100% of the time, right? I am over the moon excited to have the guest that I have today. Uh, Young lady, if you'd be so kind, would you please introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, everybody. I'm Javonna Watson. Yay! So, Javonna, so we, we were talking about this before we even came on. So, how did we meet? Do you remember when we met? I have no idea where we met, mm-hmm. when we met. Mm-hmm. I do remember it only took one time. Right. And then every time we saw each other after that, it was like old friends. Like, we'd known each other for years and years. Right. So, right. I, I really don't remember. Right. And the same here. And so, it's like you just dropped in my life. Uh, with this light, right? And so um, I just go by energy now, right? You get a certain age and, you know, you meet people and people come and go, um, but you can tell by people's energy and you've, uh, you, you have, your light shines brightly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. So, Giovanna, we're going to get right into it. So what does community mean to you? How do you define Community. I have learned um, in the past couple of years that it doesn't have a definition. Mm -hmm. I had a preconceived notion um, before opening Detroit SIP what I thought community was. Mm -hmm. And uh, in that process, I've figured out that by labeling and defining things, you can sometimes be more divisive. And um, so I don't really know how to put it into words, Mm -hmm. but I can say, um, just to piggyback off you, what you said, it's a certain energy Mm -hmm. Um, and you just can't describe it. It's the same thing. People say, what does it mean to be from Detroit? Mm. I can't describe it. Right. Um, It's just a feeling when you you can be around other people and nothing has to be said. You just feel this commonality. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess I would say... It is, if I had to put it into words, it mm-hmm. feels like marching when you're marching to the same beat or feeling that same energy, mm-hmm. um, being the same temperature. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's just a oneness. That's really the best way I could describe it if I had to. Okay. And I, I love that description and that whole rhythm, you know, with being from Detroit. I like that nod to uh, music, you know, with our history that's woven into our history. So, um, so Giovanna. Since you mentioned being from Detroit and, um, you know, that oneness, I love asking my guests this question. It's a nod to the movie, Brown Sugar. How old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? I couldn't give it an age. I don't know anything else but Detroit. Mm. So I would have to say from day one. From day one. I don't know anything else other than that. And when I was away from Detroit, um, living in East Lansing Mm -hmm. for 10 years um, Mm -hmm. at Michigan State, I couldn't wait to get back. 
<laughs> and uh, I, I work out in Macomb, and I have for the past 14 years. Mm-hmm. And people have asked me, it is a, a long commute. I'm used to it now. But when people ask me, why don't I move out there closer to my job? <laughs> and I, Or if I say I live in Detroit, sometimes I get this look of sympathy or a, oh. Right. Oh, poor and thing. I have, yeah, I have to say, I live here on purpose. Right. <laughs> I work here on purpose. Right. I play here on purpose. Um, right. So I just, I don't know anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. I would have to say from day one. From day one. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And so uh, with that love, um, do you, has that like sparked, you know, your entrepreneurialist pursuits? Is, is that part of uh, the reason why you do what you do with love and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. As a part of that, I equally see responsibility mm-hmm. to love something. To me, love is an action verb. Mm-hmm. So it requires me to do something, not just wear a T-shirt, you know, <laughs> that has Detroit across the chest. You better talk to me today. You yeah. are teaching. Okay. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just truly feel that um, doing something And I've not always had dreams of owning a business because I wasn't raised with that type Mm of um, mentality. Mm -hmm. I was always taught, go to school, get a good education, you'll get a good job. And I think as well-intentioned as our parents and educators were, Mm -hmm. um, the lesson wasn't taught, you can work for yourself. Right. Um, So that I cannot say that that is what originally um, inspired me, but... I just truly believe to whom something is given, much is required. Amen. Um, so I, I know that I need to, to do more. I have two children that are watching me. Mm-hmm. So they see me work for myself, and that's hard. Mm-hmm. And they see me work for somebody else, and, and that's, that's hard. equally hard. Right. Um, so it, it enables them to see both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. It also enables them to see you don't have to choose. Right. You can do both. You, you can, can do, do anything both. that you you know set your mind to. Um, so I guess that would be what I would say about why I'm doing what I'm doing. I really just wanted to have a coffee shop. I had no idea, um, what it would transform into. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had, I didn't even pray for this because I didn't, my, my prayer wasn't this big. So Mm. I've been, I've been blessed beyond Mm. my wildest dreams. Um, so I didn't even dream this big. You know what? So we we're gonna we're gonna loop back around to that because okay. uh, that is oh my goodness that is good stuff. So so growing up in Detroit, where high school did you go to? Renaissance High School. Okay. Phoenix. Ooh, <laughs> I see the green. Ooh, on your face. I love you anyway. I love you through it. You must be a technician. <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> I love you anyway. So high school, you know, what what kind of memories did you have? Like Renaissance, you know, the bond. Do you still have friends, um, you know, that you went to high school with? Do you have those type of bonds? You know, uh, the block that you grew up on, you know, are there connections there with uh, folk? Okay, so the first thing I have to admit about Renaissance is I did not want to go. You didn't? No. I wanted to go to my neighborhood mm-hmm. high school, which was Henry Ford, where all of my friends that's went. Right. And that's why God gives us parents. Mm-hmm. Because my 
I took the test. I got into Renaissance and I didn't want to go. And my parents said, no, this is where you're going. And I cried every single day for two weeks thinking this would work. Mm -hmm. They're going to let me out of it. (laughs) And it actually did. My father said, if it means that much to her, let her go. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I said, no, that's okay. I don't want to go. That was too easy. (laughs) Way too easy. So it was reverse psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, And to this day, my two very best friends that are my life coaches um, Mm -hmm. that I call, because I don't have parents that are alive anymore, Mm -hmm. um, friends from ninth grade, um, and we still talk every single day on the phone. Right. Um, And that grew out of renaissance. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm a proud Detroit Public School grad, K through 12. Let the world know. I am proud of it. Let the world know. Um, And I never, ever felt inferior to any other school district. (laughs) To any other set of students. I did not. When I went away to Michigan State, I sat next to kids that had been in Cranbrook and I felt equally prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that children can feel that way and say that now. Now, Right. And I think we've done a disservice to them Mm -hmm. um, and we owe them more than what we're giving them. Right. But my Detroit Public School, I was so proud. Yes. Um, So proud of it. I do feel like it prepared me socially, Mm -hmm. um, academically. Mm -hmm emotionally to some degree um so i I just it's disheartening now but i I do think that where there's life there's hope but we have to become more involved Mm -hmm. um and do something about the education system but renaissance actually prepared me yeah yeah that's good stuff that's good stuff and to your point about um the current um state of of our school system i'm doing some work um at Noble Middle School, which I attended, and um, it's rewarding um, at the same time. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough to, to, to be in the hallways and see what's going on and um, see the uh, sociological uh, burdens that children have. Mm-hmm. You know, they're transient. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, we have a student. We asked him about our trip to Eastern Michigan University, and his eyes just got so big, and he's like, but we're we're getting ready to move, and we're like, well, when are you gonna move? And he does he doesn't know, but he's just he he can't get any footing, right? Because mm. he's preparing his mind to disengage because he's getting ready to move, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you know, with us growing up, um, you know, you were in the neighborhood, you had a neighborhood, you know, elementary, middle school, and then you had your neighborhood high school, and so you you pretty much came through the whole system with the same group of kids, right. you know, unless you move, but that wasn't a regular thing for people to just be transient. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to take a quick break right now, sis. And uh, when we come back, we're going to go back to uh, what you said about uh, the most high giving you a bigger blessing that you can imagine. Okay. Okay. You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. 
give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your project shines, we smile. Okay, we are back. This is Community. This is your girl, Audra. We talk about unique pathways and common goals. And so we're, I, was, I promised my sis we are going to go back to um, just these blessings and how God just, we know the Most High puts things in us. Um, and if we take that first step, our minds can be blown. So um, your spiritual path, sis, you know, what does that look like now? What it, what, how do you express your spirituality? Every day mm-hmm. I talk to God like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just telling my daughter just the other day, when we were children, we were not allowed to dance to church music and things were just very strict. You couldn't snap your fingers. Um, and she said, why? I said, I don't know, because I said we couldn't. You know, I didn't really mm-hmm. have a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And it was just this revere of God that it took me becoming an adult to realize God was my friend. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't give the respect. hmm because I do, but instead of saying, oh, holy one, please, I don't talk to him like that anymore. Right. I talk to him just like I'm talking to you. Amen. So yes. I start off every day, my children, um, in the mornings, we get in the car, as I'm backing out the garage, the first thing I say, I talk to him alone, but together, mm-hmm. I say, good morning, God. Yeah. I talk to, I, I say it because we're friends. Mm-hmm. And even my prayers are different. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a conversation. Right. Uh, I say it's me again, you know. Cause I, <laughs> I talk to him more now, I think, than ever. As I as I age, mm-hmm. um, I've become more dependent upon that conversation that I have to have. Mm-hmm. Because as as much as my friends mean to me, um, I just they are not powerful. They can help give me advice, mm-hmm. but they can't change my life. And I've seen miracles happen in my life um i've seen miracles in other people's lives Mm -hmm. and i i recognize the power of hope and and faith right so sis so the the coffee shop Mm -hmm. um you had you wanted to open a coffee shop and you shared that it has become Bigger than your wildest dreams. You want to talk a little bit about what that what that means? So my initial goal was simply to bring the University of Detroit and Mary Grove students outside of the gates. Mm. That was the only mission. Yeah. And if I had to pick a failure, that would probably be probably be the one. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what's happening right now. Right. Mary Grove ended up closing its undergrad mm-hmm. and Sometimes you would these students come, but not like I had envisioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show, and I, I say this all the time, to be committed to the goal, but not how you get there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because those doors, um, and I, I'm there on the weekends for multiple reasons, but to see the amount of networking and community building mm. and relationships that mm. are formed there. Mm-hmm. And I have, to, I have to tell this story about you. And I've told this story before. You were sitting in the back by the fireplace area. Mm -hmm. 
having a meeting mm-hmm. didn't it doesn't stand out as odd all types mm-hmm. of meetings i say they all go down in the sip all the <laughs> meetings go down in the sip they do and you were ecstatic and i didn't know why and it had to do with your izzy yeah. contract mm-hmm. so i don't know if it was the finalization i have no idea what <laughs> but you were so ecstatic yeah. and that just brings joy because all of that happens over a cup of coffee it, it happens over a cup of coffee and sis it's I'm, I'm, it's amazing that you, uh, you remember and and it's beautiful. You know, I I went after the contract for a year, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I put the contract in, and I actually I brought the solution to them. Mm-hmm. They hadn't thought about it, and so I waited a year. That year was dark. That year was lean for me financially, just waiting. Yet one of the the people that work for Live Six. It everything just happened. Like she asked about the market, you know, and cleanliness of the market. And then she said, Well, I said, Well, I put a contract in for, you know, all of this stuff. And so it's like all the cylinders just hit at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so that elation was, you know, waiting, mm-hmm. right? Um, meanwhile, preparing myself, right? to be able to pull the lever when they did say yes. Mm-hmm. And so you witnessed that that yes, okay. right? After mm-hmm. a year of waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, great things happen. So even uh, this past Saturday, uh, I was uh, scheduled to assist uh, a group of people with the cleanup. Um, I had prepared to... Uh, be with that cleanup all day it ended rather quickly and so I found myself um, at Detroit on Saturday the 4th and um, there were some women that are working on the um, it is the co-op for uh, food security Mm -hmm. and so we introduced ourselves and and all of that and so um, I gave them my card and so you know, I started seeing this new name, liking stuff on the Izzy page, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was at Detroit Sip this past Saturday, the 11th. Mm-hmm. And so that group, they had their meeting. The woman passed by. She's like, hi, Audra, how you doing? You know, and it's like, so those type of connections um, happen there all the Time. Absolutely, all yeah. of the time. I had. Um, <clears throat> I'm usually there. I'm there every Sunday, mm-hmm. and um, dabbles. Yes. Who? So he started coming in. I can't even say when now, but I look forward to them coming in. Yeah. He and Hakeem on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he's standing there talking. We're go- doing our our jarring that we always do, <laughs> and a young man walks up to him and says, "I do not mean to interrupt." But this morning, I watched a YouTube video with you. Mm. And lo and behold, this is he said, this is my first time ever being in Detroit, Sip. And I walk in here, and I see you, and it's not a coincidence. Oh, my goodness. Right. And they started talking, and I just, I just moved back mm-hmm. and got out of the way. Mm-hmm. And to see those types of connections that are just organic. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to be there. Right. So on the wall, it says, uniting the community one sip at a time. And that's, that's what I see. I see real estate deals go down yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen teachers tutor students there. Mm-hmm. 
I saw one another thing that touched me because my mom is deceased. She died when I was 18. Mm. So one Sunday, there was an older lady who had daughters ranging that looked like from maybe 20 to 40. And mm-hmm. they were all in the back in the fireplace area. Mm-hmm. I'm delivering their items. And I just happened to overhear a little bit of what she's saying. And she's talking to them about womanhood and, and recognizing their worth and being in relationships. And it turns out they were all her daughters. Oh, wow. And she brought them there to have this womanhood conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just said, are you looking for another daughter? Just jokingly, Mm -hmm. I said that. And they come back, and I ask about her all the time. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen her. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, she had hip surgery. I said, oh, she did? Well, you tell her I ask about her. They said, that's funny she asked about you. (laughs) But those things, I I don't even know her name. Right. It's not even about that. As Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, it's that energy. that connection um i just love seeing it mm-hmm. and it, it is happening over a cup of a coffee, coffee. Yeah. um i'll share this one other story because this isn't about the coffee shop but it is really just impacted my life because of the things that i see so this was during the shutdown mm-hmm. and there was a gentleman he came in it was his first time i've never seen him before and he paid with quarters and I said, well, thank you, because I needed some quarters. Mm-hmm. And he was so ashamed. He said, I'm really sorry that I had to pay in quarters. And this isn't relevant, but I'm going to say it. He was a Caucasian man. I've mm-hmm. never seen him before. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing I like. I'm skipping all over the place. Mm-hmm. But the, the diversity, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Right on McNichols. Yes, on mm-hmm. Six Mile. Yeah. So um, I said, please don't apologize. Mm-hmm. So what I did was take his quarters convert them over to dollars and give him back his money mm-hmm. because he said he was one of the federal workers and he didn't have any more money. This is why he was oh, paying wow. in quarters. Oh, yeah. And he said, no, 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 no. I'm going to pay my bill. I said, no. I said, you do realize that God blesses us through other people, right? And he said, yeah. I said, and you don't want to meddle in God's business, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no. I said, then take this on me. Yeah. Two weeks later, or whenever the shutdown ended, mm-hmm. he came back, but I didn't recognize him because he had on a baseball hat either the first time or the second time, and he had his wife with him. Mm-hmm. I still didn't recognize him until we started having a conversation because he had on a Michigan hat, and I'm a Spartan. So I started mm-hmm. giving him a hard time about it. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, had a card. He put a card when I wasn't looking inside the tip jar. I'm like, what is this? How did this get in here? And I open it. And Audra, it was the most touching card. And it said, um, you made my day when you didn't have to. And thank you for doing what you're doing in the community. And here's money. It was money inside of there mm-hmm. for someone else that comes in. I'm paying it forward. Wow. And it just brought me to tears because yeah. I didn't do it for that reason. Right. But it's infectious. Mm-hmm. It really is infectious when mm-hmm. you do things for the right reason. You get it back without even expecting right. it. When you least expect it, it comes right back to you. Yeah. So that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely beautiful. We're going to. Stick a pin in that. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back and I got a couple more questions for you, okay? Okay. Strategic Beautification. Strategic Beautification is a comprehensive consulting, design, and implementation service that begins with the basics. The basics are litter debris removal, a local 
commercial corridors. Services are then customized to accommodate the needs of the client. Our corporate culture is to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. We stand on old-fashioned values to lead us into a future that enriches our youth, the region, and the environment. That's Izzy Wisdom. Get involved today by calling 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-I-Z-Z-I-E. Or visit our website at www.izzyllc.com. Okay, we're back. Uh, this is Audra with Community, and I'm here with my sister and my sister, Giovanna. And, uh, sis, I want to ask, um, what up, though? So what are you working on that you'd like the community to know, the audience to know? Um, you know, if there's something you'd like some help with, this is the time you could just share, you know. What am I working on? Personally, every day is to be a better person than I was the day before. <laughs> that's my personal Amen. goal. Amen. Amen. Um, to learn a little bit of patience. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm working on. In terms mm-hmm. of um, business-wise, and I'm mm-hmm. not just speaking for me, mm-hmm. I've also learned in this process that when there's lights, camera, action, you have more help than you could imagine. Right. When the music stops, when the lights go off, that's when you need people right. um small businesses i didn't realize this but it's it's hard to open mm-hmm. but it's even harder to stay, stay open. open yeah so support each other mm-hmm. you know when no one's looking right that that would be what i would say mm-hmm. um just support mm-hmm. we spend our money where you spend your money is where your priorities are right that's just the bottom line right so if we want our community um to thrive mm-hmm we have to spend our money in our community. Right. On the flip side, I think um, we as business owners have to change some of the stigma. Mm-hmm. Some of it's deserved, to be honest. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't just go places because they're black owned. Right. If you don't treat me right, Ex- I'm going to take my green dollar somewhere mm-hmm. else. Exactly. That's what exactly. it's about. Mm-hmm. So we can't have blind loyalty. Right. Um, we have to be accountable. Mm-hmm. We have to hold each other accountable and... I think that's how we have to do it. It has to be give and take. you you got to have customer service. We right. all work hard for every single penny. Most right. of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. So when you spend your money on anything, whether mm-hmm. it's a, a necessity in life or a luxury, mm-hmm. that has to be appreciated by the establishment that's receiving the money. Mm-hmm. Because you can take your money elsewhere. You can order online and never have human interaction. Right. You can do your groceries online and not have human interaction. So we have to realize that in order to maintain these relationships, Mm -hmm. we have to treat people right. Don't take advantage on either side of the counter. Right. That's, I guess that would be what I would say to answer that question. Okay. And I I just like uh, going places. It's just super cool to me to go places that are close to home. I don't live far from Detroit, so uh, to go in and... um, you know, run into you periodically, you know, um, your family periodically. Uh, and then um, the young lady that you have with you now, uh, she remembered, uh, you know, what I like to order and all that stuff. So just, um, you know, doing business with people who know you, right? Um, you can look in the eye and, 
you know their story, they know your story a little bit. So I, I, I find great value in that. So I'm grateful for you being on McNichols well, slash Six Mile. I'm grateful for you too. And bringing your dad, that's oh inspiring itself. He's working. Yeah, he's working. 86 and, and that croissant, uh, chicken salad, <laughs> that's his junk. Val will tell you. Val will tell you. His, okay. his day is like bummed if we get there and it's too late. <laughs> but um yeah and uh, it, it's it's a beautiful you know for me to bring my dad I that I I adore my dad right and so to bring him someplace where you know I know the proprietor and this is some place where it's right on our corridor and for him just to see that right mm-hmm. um is very important to me right mm-hmm. and so um grateful so we are getting to the nod to Martha Jean the Queen, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, she had that show, Inspiration Time, that came on daily. And, uh, you know, she inspired people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Giovanni, you have such a, just a, a beautiful light, a beautiful spirit, Thank energetic, you. you know, mom, entrepreneur, career, all of those things, and, and you know, uh, we don't see, you know, the, the wear and tear, right? And so you, you show up. And so what is it that you do, or are there people that inspire you to get up every day and do the good work? Well, my initial inspiration was um, Claire Huxtable. Mm. I just read something on Instagram and said, where are the clear Huxtables? Mm-hmm. Here she is. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And, uh, I, I chose my career after her. Mm-hmm. She was my, outside of my household, she mm-hmm. was the person I, I strived to be. Like, mm-hmm. she was an attorney, mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. She was a wife, I did that. Mm-hmm. She's a mom, right. I did that. Right. And she made it look effortless. Mm-hmm. Now, that was TV. So I also jokingly said, Claire Huxtable ruined my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never entertained doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, um, being a mom yeah. um, is inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Both of my parents are deceased. Um, they died of cancer at various stages of my life. My mother died when I was 18. My father died when I was 33. Mm. Um, and... So they inspire me even now because I still strive to make them proud. Yeah. That, that keeps me going. It, I'm mindful of what they would think about who I've become and who I am still becoming because mm-hmm. I'm still growing. Yes. Uh, my mother told me I'm very shy and I used to be very, very chubby, very chubby as a child. And I asked her one day, how come nobody likes me? And she said, that's okay. One day you'll grow up to be a beautiful butterfly. So butterflies mean the world to me yeah, now. Me too. Me because too. she told me I would become a butterfly. Right. And you know what? I'm a butterfly. You're a butterfly. On my worst day, yeah. I'm still a butterfly. You're a butterfly. Oh, yes. And I, I have to remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. So that inspires me. Um, Michelle Obama, I recently saw her when she came here. And I have to say, I've never felt like a real life person that I was that near could changed my life like that Mm -hmm. she gave me goosebumps just listening to her about becoming and it it made me want to do more Mm -hmm. um and it's okay for me at 42 years old to become somebody else i can i can be whoever i want to be whenever i want to be her yeah and i was really really 
inspired by her mm-hmm. and listening to her and watching her. And she's so unapologetically black. Yes. But it wasn't so pro-black that it alienated people. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of my skin color. When I, I've been kissed by the sun. Yeah. So when I walk in the room, I don't have to say a word. I don't have to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't have to dress a certain way. You already know I'm black. I don't right. have to say a thing. Right. And I just... That's inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very tense job at times. Mm-hmm. I'm a prosecuting attorney, and I mm-hmm. got a phone call today from a lady that said, thank you for what you did for my family. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't expect that at all. Right. But to have somebody appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, we often have thankless jobs. Right. Many of us do. Mm-hmm. So to have somebody have enough um, gratitude to turn around and thank you makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Makes it all my children inspire me. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. Right. Because if I stop, what happens to them? Right. So that inspires me. Um things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm very shy. I just wanted to open a coffee shop <laughs> and I just wanted to be an attorney and somebody's mama. Right. And um just the lives that have, have touched me mm-hmm. and inspired me. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I was inspiring anybody. I really didn't. Um, so it makes me very humble, mm-hmm. and it makes me hungry at the same time. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. And so this this that's a little interesting little nugget to know about you, shy attorney. So prosecuting attorney. So do you have like a alter ego that you turn on when you? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. like Superman and Clark Clint. Yeah. I go into that phone booth. Right. Um, I'd like to say I'm more like a gentle giant, though, yeah. because I'm not, I'm still not a loud mouth, right. you know, attorney. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, very adversarial. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a method to my calmness. Yeah. And uh, I, I'd like to change lives. I like to empower people. Mm-hmm. I was a. Uh, the first black attorney in Macomb County to have that position that I had at Friend of the Court in 2012. I was getting ready to ask you what year. 2012. Wow. And um, the amount of lives that I touch. Mm-hmm. People I touch. I don't, I'm, I'm not claiming to change their lives, but mm-hmm. the amount of people that I'm able to encounter, mm-hmm. I'll use that word. My goal is to empower and educate people on what is going on, mm-hmm. especially our fathers, because yes. I work in the child support system. Yes. And um, so that is my next mission. Mm-hmm. I want fathers to be engaged. I want them to be aware mm-hmm. um, because their children need them. Yes. And I don't think that the system, the way that it is, recognizes that. And I'm a mom, so I'm not trying to mom bash. No. But I will say what I see mm-hmm. is disheartening mm-hmm. because children are not weapons. Right. And children shouldn't have to suffer because of a broken relationship. Right. The child support system should not be there to punish people for broken relationships. Mm-hmm. So that is my next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to educate and yeah. empower Men mm-hmm. who feel dejected by the system and with mm-hmm. with, with good reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, now, there are some that deserve right. what we typically know of as right. the child support system. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, work to be done. Mm-hmm. And I believe I'm being positioned to um, do some big things. I don't know quite what they are yet. Right. I go along for the ride, sometimes kicking and screaming and crying <laughs> um, along the way. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, um, I feel like there's something I have to do. 
Right. And that's a beautiful thing. And um, uh, another reason why, um, you know, this show is starting to mean more and more to me uh, is to hear, you know, um, sisters like you, that, that even though you shared earlier that, you know, the Most High has blessed you beyond your wildest dreams and your career, and you've made this great stride as being the first black woman in this position, um, there's still more to give, right? Mm -hmm. And being instrumental in healing our communities. So if we healed our, heal, heal our men, you know, that's huge. That's, that, that, that's a big piece of what's broken is though their broken hearts um, and for them to be able to move forward and, and, and lead us mm. like we know that they can. So that's really beautiful, and I appreciate you uh, okay. being obedient to the tugging mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> in that direction. Okay. Yes. All right. So, sis, uh, we're winding down now. Um, I just want to thank you for uh, your time and your indulgence with everything that you have going on to accept my invitation and come and spend some time with me. I appreciate you. I was super geeked. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even use Messenger much, but right. I looked at that like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ask, I'm coming. Oops. When I can, I'm coming every time. Okay. I respect what you do. You do it out of love. You did it before you had the contract. <laughs> Amen. Thank so, you. I, I appreciate it. Um, love is an action verb. Yeah. I mean that wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I appreciate it. It was noticed. It was appreciated. Um, it's still appreciated. Amen. And there are more things for you to do, too. So we might get tugged in different directions or the same direction, but mm -hmm. we're both moving, moving targets. Yeah. So there's a lot to do. Okay. Well, thank you. I love you. I love you, too. Okay. So you guys have been listening to Community uh, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And until next time, this is your girl, Audra. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.